Welcome to On The Spot. I'm Barry. Um, uh, this is On The Spot and my guest today is Ray Sidney Smith. Uh, Ray is with us online now. Uh, good morning, Ray. Uh, how are you? Good, good. How are you doing, Barry? Yeah, good, thanks. Um, Ray, uh, where are you today? Uh, today I'm in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Okay. And what's your weather like there in Pittsburgh today? Uh, it's a bit chilly out today. Uh, we're, we're supposed to have a little bit of warm weather later in the week, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that. It's been, a, it's been a cool and even cold couple of days here in, in, the, in the eastern side of the state. Oh, right. The United States, that is. Okay, so. it's a bit cool here today too, so I'm a bit rugged up because, of course, we're coming into winter now here so uh, you're you're coming into your summer are you not we are supposed to be <laughs> you're supposed to <laughs> and, and be. we've we've been getting a lot of cold weather for it being uh the spring into summer transition yeah now ray i was uh, just explaining to the viewers that you and i have uh, had uh, quite a long um association and uh, you uh, there are a couple of things that uh, we do together. One is that uh, you are the host of the Switched On IT show. And the other one is that you are also my business mentor. Now, uh, just tell me why is it that, uh, what do you bring to the Switched On IT show? Well, I hope that I bring uh, some timely information and uh, some some techier uh, information that people can use. I, I think that a lot of business owners out there, and even you know professionals who are just uh, you know working out there in the world, uh, sometimes don't know that they're they don't know what they don't know. And I try to bring <laughs> the technology uh, and and you know uh, the marketing piece uh, of the puzzle uh, to switch on IT because I think a lot of times we forget that. Uh, kind of wrapped up in business is uh, fundamentally uh, the marketing component, their productivity components, uh, their cybersecurity and, um, you know, ICT components there. And so I try to just unwrap some of that for folks in each episode so that we're just a little bit more uh, tech savvy uh, in each episode. Okay. Um, and Ray, you run a business there in the United States. Uh, tell me a little bit, uh, how did you get involved? Well, first of all, tell me what is your business and what do you do? Sure. So, uh, so my business is multifaceted in the sense that we are a business consulting firm and we provide consulting actually to economic development agencies that provide these consulting services. So we're a little bit meta in that sense. So the economic development agencies that we provide services to cater to small business owners. And what we do is provide digital marketing, um, marketing general, and uh, business model design, productivity technology, and other types of training, one-to-one -one counseling, seminars and workshops uh, to those small business audiences, again, through the economic development agencies. So we're not just a direct for our, to consumer type of business in that sense. Just for our Australian audience, uh, what is an economic development agency? Sure, so, so any, any government, usually government focused or government funded organization that provides services to 
to small businesses or to uh, to um, organizations in a particular community or region uh, for purposes of helping to build up the economy in some way, shape or form. So in my particular very narrow band, which is a very large part of the US economy, is small business. And so our Small Business Administration uh, categorizes, uh, you know, certain businesses as small businesses. And, uh, and so that's my audience. And that's the area that I work in. And so I work with a lot of what we call small business development centers or SBDCs. And uh, we have 900 centers throughout the United States. And, uh, and I work with those centers. But I also work with a wide variety of other organizations like chambers of commerce, convention and visitors associations, uh, EDCs or economic development corporations, community economic development corporations, and the like. And all of those organizations in some way, shape or form cater to small businesses. And so my job is to be able to provide through them the resources those business owners need to be able to be successful both in their marketing, uh, in their productivity technology implementation, business process improvement and otherwise. Uh, that's a pretty broad stroke you've got there. Uh, you must be a pretty busy guy. Just tell me, how did you get into this? A fluke. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, uh, so I I, I uh, come from a um, uh, a background that is mostly in technology, and uh, and I and I got caught up in uh, a business with a business partner uh, back in in two thousand. Uh, she was in uh, an attorney in private practice, and she asked me to leave uh, the law firm that I had been working for in technology, and we started a real estate company, and uh, we ran that company together for a decade. And in the process of that, you know, I just learned how to be a small business owner and being and having a technology background, I was just really trying to push the, the edge on everything technological that we could do in the company. And at that time, I started volunteering for a local small business development center right outside of Washington, DC, and where my office was. And uh, I'd been I'd been attending their events and and utilizing their services, uh, but then I was I was kind of giving back. I was I was you know volunteering for them and and doing some small scale workshops and teaching there. And they asked me to come on and do some more. And then ultimately, the state office in Virginia asked me to do some work for the entire state. And so uh, that has started a long term relationship with them. And then other states and other centers around the country have asked me to do work over time. And so it, it kind of snowballed from me, uh, you know, uh, leaving the real estate world, uh, the, the title world and uh, going into uh, business again for myself. But in this case, helping other small businesses do a lot of the digital marketing and digital technology work that's necessary uh, to be able to be successful in really a modern business. And so I do a lot of that discussion with our clients uh, throughout the SBTC and, and other economic development agencies uh, to let them know, you know, teach them how to, um, you know, really stay up to date in terms of all the technology that's out there. You know, a lot of the times I say, oh, I teach digital marketing, but really what I'm teaching are the fundamentals of being successful with technology, whether that mm. be marketing or managing uh, a business. Yeah. Now, um, uh, you uh, modestly brushed over before the uh, fact that you also have a legal background. Don't you talk to us a little bit about that? Yeah, so um, so I have been in uh, a wide variety of, of legal um, 
practices. And uh, so my earliest days I worked, I, I started out actually as an estate planning paralegal for a law firm uh, back in the early 90s and, uh, and kind of have worked my way through the industry and in different positions uh, up to uh, then leaving the legal profession as the chief technology officer for a law firm um, outside of Washington, D.C. And so uh, I had a long uh, career in, in that space, uh, and now I'm, I'm happily in the technology space uh, and, and small business space teaching uh, small businesses how to do that. And yeah, so, so it actually gave me a really good leg up in the world because I got a chance to understand business entities and tax and um, you know, many different um, aspects of law that have really helped me in business uh, over the long term. And so it gives me a good, uh, I feel well-rounded experience and uh, knowledge set for being able to help businesses uh, in, in the work that I do now. Okay. Um, now, uh, Ray, one of the things that um, we have uh, discussed before is your mentoring. Um, tell us a little bit about that. Sure. So uh, many years ago, I decided that I wanted to be able to give back, you know, working for predominantly nonprofit organizations that are, uh, you know, funding me and my business in order to be able to provide uh, free services through them. It was kind of a it was kind of a weird feeling to be a business being contracted to do, uh, you know, this this work through another organization. Uh, but it ended up being the right business model for me. And I wanted to be able to give back in some additional way for uh, the kind of world that I'm in, where it's just natural for us to be able to give this kind of uh, help to small business owners. So I started looking for organizations that would be capable of providing those services. And I came across just a couple of them. And, uh, and so I decided to apply and see uh, what kinds of help I could give uh, to small disadvantaged small businesses around the country and around the world. And uh, one of those platforms was Pacific Community Ventures out in California. And they have a platform called businessadvising.org. And so I provide help to those organizations, those businesses that come through that organization uh, a few times a year. And uh, then I found a couple of smattering, smattering of, of organizations throughout the United States. And one of them was um, micromentor.org. And I think that's how we got paired up. And that's how we got uh, they do up, yes. uh, kind of a, yeah, they, they have a kind of a, a lightweight process where they, they just uh, let you create a profile and then entrepreneurs and mentors can pair up uh, self-selecting among those groups. And so I, I went on the MicroMentor platform and I created a profile and I vet, you know, uh, a few entrepreneurs pretty much a month to see um, if any of them are any good. And over time, I say no to most of them, so I apologize to those who do come through and, and, uh, and reach out to me. Uh, but I, I just don't have the, the infrastructure to be able to support that many mentor, mentees. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, and so I came across your profile and I, I thought it was really interesting. And I don't know if you wrote uh, to me first or I wrote to you first, but either way, we got connected and, uh, and I've been helping you ever since. Uh, and so yeah. it's been a really great um, uh, mentoring relationship. And it's the kind that I really enjoy seeing, which is a long-term relationship where I can really help over the course of time with some of the business owners. Uh, for the most part, many of these mentorships really last uh, about 18 to 24 months where I will come in and help them with some specific issue. And then over time, uh, kind of be uh, weaned off, you know, they'll be weaned off of my uh, assistance so they can go, go on from there. 
But then I have sometimes really wonderful long-term uh, mentoring relationships. And over the past uh, 12 years, I've had some really great entrepreneurs come through. And uh, and it's really great to see them uh, do interesting things, come in for maybe some kind of surgical procedure where we're just trying to define a marketing strategy for them to go live, uh, to launch a product, and then they're gone and they're off to the races. And others who are in a more long-term uh, businesses and need ongoing care and, and guidance. And it's really fun to be able to provide that help too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've, um, uh, we've certainly benefited, uh, from, um, our relationship. Uh, my business has done all kinds of things that we probably would not have been able to do had it not been for, uh, having you on board with us. So, um, uh, PTV channel, oh, thanks you for that. Um, <laughs> Now, um, let, me, um, let me just go to another point that I've got on here that's really interesting. And um, we might just, uh, once we've discussed this, we might just take a break. Um, I see here that, <coughs> that your first job was as a comic, in a comic book shop. Tell us about that. <laughs> what did you do in the comic book shop? Yeah, so um, while I wasn't born in New York, I'm a New Yorker. I was raised in, in Brooklyn, New York. And in um, the little area that I grew up in, a little um, section of Brooklyn called Gravesend, I, uh, I lived uh, where on the corner there was a comic book shop that opened up. And uh, I think it was called The Daily Planet, but don't hold me to it. But this little comic book <laughs> shop uh, opened up and a husband and wife had, had started the shop uh, there. And my brother and I, uh, my brother more so than I, uh, he's a huge comic book fan. And, uh, and so my older brother and I would, were marveled at the uh, at the opening of this comic book shop on our corner. And we spent a lot of time there. Now, the, <laughs> a, the owner little, of that uh, comic book shop, uh, his name wasn't Clark, was it? No, <laughs> no, it wasn't. Um, but but the uh, the the interesting thing was that the the husband and wife who owned it um, they they took a liking to us and they offered to um, to let us work there and uh, right. we we were paid in, in comics uh, so we <laughs> we got paid comic books for for the time that we put in there and um, and it was really lovely it was a really great experience um, being able to uh, you know. Uh, interact with customers who you know who were coming through the store and mm. and that kind of thing and we played a lot of video games in our in our times off <laughs> our breaks <laughs> they uh they were smart they put in uh these these arcade games in the store so that folks could uh play it and it definitely brought a crowd yeah right <laughs> okay terrific now uh, we're just going to take a break now uh, and after the break when we come back I'm going to talk to Ray about a few other things that I've got on our list here. So uh, this is On The Spot. I'm talking with Ray Sidney Smith from the United States. Uh, we will see you on the other side of the break. Looking for exposure for your next event or function? Take your next community event, training seminar, sports event, official opening, function, concert or exhibition live to the world with PTV Channel O and Power FM's unique live simulcast. We can turn your next local event into a worldwide sensation for a fraction of what you would expect to pay. No matter what the event, PTV Channel O and Power FM can take your message to our audience. 
Invite the world to your party by phoning 0431 390 or email feedback at ptvchannelo.com. fmradio.com.au Hi, this is Sarah and Bron showing off our height safety at Hip Pocket Toowoomba. Harnesses, roofers kits, anchor points, we have walls full. We can tag your gear too. Get the right gear for the right job. At Hip Pocket, we rock it. Welcome back. Uh, we are talking today with Ray Sydney Smith, who is in um, Pennsylvania, I think, today. Uh, and <laughs> yeah. um, uh, I, I'm never quite sure uh, where Ray is going to be, so I always have to check that, um, uh, that we've got him in the right state and the, uh, and the right city. Uh, now, Ray, one of the things that I've got on my list here is that your favourite movie is Dead Poets Society. Why Dead Poets Society? What is it that attracts you to that? Uh, well, I am a huge fan of English literature, and the whole concept of Dead Poet Society, uh, just coming up, I was uh, very enthralled by the, by the notion of this Dead Poet Society, and Robin Williams, uh, the, the, the late Robin Williams, uh, played the teacher in that role, and I don't know, there's just something about the, the um, kind of beauty of that role and uh, of the movie generally and the story behind it and and the students who come together I, I just i don't know it's just one of those things that really um you know uh speaks to me and there's that one scene uh where robin williams brings all the students into the the hallway and they look at the faces of the photographed uh former students and uh he 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 whispers like he's a ghost uh you know for the for the boys to um, seize the day, carpe diem, yes. and it just happens to be one of my favorite quote, you know, kind of moments in movie history because uh, it really is something that we should all take heart to. Is that you know we are food for worms uh, to to uh, play on on Shakespeare, and um, and if we don't seize the day, if we don't take uh, opportunities uh, to to really take advantage of every uh, breath we are blessed with, you know, um, we don't get a second chance at this life. And so that movie always reminds me of that fact uh, that, you know, you, you sometimes have to break the rules uh, and sometimes you have to answer for breaking the rules, uh, but that you should absolutely seize the day. You should take the opportunities that are handed to you and uh, why not be poetic in the process? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Okay. Well, I guess that fits with the next thing that I've got on the list here, which is that your favorite piece of music is leaving on a jet plane. I guess if you're going to seize the day, you'd want to be leaving on a jet plane, yes? <laughs> indeed, indeed. It's just a, it's one of those very, um, it's a kind of a melancholy song, 
but it's just beautiful and 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 heart wrenching in in the way in which it's uh, written. Uh, but it's just it's just really uh, it just speaks to me in so many ways. And uh, and so yeah, I do love that song. Right, um, Ray. What would you classify as the most important milestone in your business life, particularly? Oh, is there only one? I, you know, I get to do something uh, really remarkable every day, which is that I may not know the most important thing that I'm doing at any given time because it has this ripple effect on other people and other people's lives. And so every moment is hearkening uh, back to the carpe diem. Every, every moment I'm working with a small business owner or you know, uh, last week I, I gave a webinar and I know that people are listening out there and I know that, that the business owners I'm talking to one-to-one -to -one or in group sessions or otherwise, I'm, I'm sparking ideas and hopefully I'm enlightening them as to new opportunities and new technologies they can be using to benefit the world. And so when I, when I see someone who, who kind of gets the, the aha moment is great. But I also know that there are people who are kind of, you know, bubbling ideas under the surface and, and uh, maybe it's five years from now, maybe it's 10 years from now, maybe it's 20 years from now that thanks hopefully to something that I gave them, you know, some little bit of nugget, they've been able to germinate that and uh, run with it and build something really great for themselves, for their families, for their communities, for society at, at large. And uh, that's the part that really makes me excited every day that, you know, somebody can be coming into the into one of the centers or meet with me and say, you know what, I'd really love to build this kind of business. I'd like to put this product to market. I'd like to build this kind of service. I'd like to build this kind of mobile application or software. And we can talk about business model. We can talk about the technology they can use to get there. We can talk about the launch, uh, the marketing launch strategy, and, uh, and, and get them on the road to success. And, um, and that's, that's really wonderful. You know, I get feedback years yeah. and years after people have, have seen me that first time and to see where they've, they've gone from where they were uh, to, to have been uh, a part of that and on that journey with them, uh, which is a very important journey for them. And, uh, you know, th that's, those are the things that are really the most important to me. So I, right. I can't pick one, you know, one moment where I'm like, oh, <laughs> you know, that was just really uh, phenomenal because I, I really do love uh, being able to meet with people and seeing them at different, you know, stages and phases of their uh, business journeys, uh, which often, you know, becomes um, so ingrained in their life journey. And so it's just yes. really a pleasure and an honor to be a part of that. Yeah. Um, now, Ray, we have a lot of uh, small businesses and uh, medium businesses as well that watch this show and also switched on IT just can you tell us what what is the one thing that you would pass on to businesses that are and and particularly at this time when we're struggling with some economic issues what's the one thing that you would say to a business out there that's beginning on their journey and needs some advice that's going to get them from where they are now to where they would like to be? Sure. 
I think the number one thing is to embrace the technology. Uh, so often than not, I see people who are afraid of technology because they're afraid of breaking it. They're afraid of doing it wrong. They don't know where to start. And the reality is, is that with a little bit of, of research and a little bit of gusto, a little bit of, you know, uh, um, you know, uh, fortitude, you can take advantage of the technology that is out there today and do really wonderful things with it. And I don't mean that just from the perspective that uh, technology can make things more efficient. They can fundamentally be the business and they can also, um, you know, really undergird the ability for you to be able to reach and gain a community. And so technology touches every part of our life. And, uh, and, and so people who are sometimes uh, cautious or uh, skeptical of the technology, I always say that, remember that fire is a technology. You know, uh, you know turning a, a stick into a bow and arrow is technology. So we have been dealing with technology our entire existence as humans. And now we are in this digital age and we need to like creating the wheel creating the first you know, combustion engine and so on and so forth, we need to really innovate on the space and the platforms uh, that we've been given. And so embrace the technology. Don't, don't worry about the technology somehow uh, devaluing um, who you are or what you create. Take advantage of the technology that you have so that you can empower others to be able to have more access and greater um, abilities from the technology usage. That means you, your vendors, your employees, your customers, and your community at large. You can all benefit from technology. We need to steward the right technology into the hands of the people who can use it well. And if we support the technology, we embrace the technology, we develop great technology, we'll all be better off for it. I know that sometimes it can sound uh, you know, uh, bad because we're, we're talking about cybersecurity um, you know, uh, hacks and, and cybersecurity crimes and all of the various perils of using technology. Shortened attention spans are frequently bandied, you know, the, the, the claim of shortened attention spans are bandied about but we are really uh, on is. the precipice of a completely new future where we have just now come into contact with technology. You know, it's a blip in our history. And, uh, and so we will learn how to use technology, but the more we embrace it, the more we use it, um, and the better ways we use it, uh, the better off your business will be, the better off society will be, and I think ultimately humankind benefits uh, from that all told. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's uh, as a, as you've been talking, it reminded me of a story that I heard once from quite a uh, well-known economist here in Australia, and uh, he was talking about embracing technology, and he talked about the anti-electric movement, mm. and apparently when uh, electricity was first invented, uh, they they of course didn't have the kinds of technology that we have now for uh, shielding wires and things like that and people uh, were putting electricity into their houses and when it rained their house burned down because uh, <laughs> because they didn't have any shields on mm. the electric cables and that birthed an anti-electric movement in Great Britain, which which said this this technology is going to kill us. This this is terrible. It's burning our houses down. Uh, but nobody would dream of being without electricity today. Absolutely. I mean, if you if you go back to the to the ancient Romans, uh, you know Socrates and Plato and the like, uh, they were anti-written word. 
Okay, uh, they, they were against the written word. It, it, they they said that it made the the mind lazy, and uh, and so we have been. Uh, there has always been an anti-technology um, sentiment in the minority uh, for for time immemorial. Uh, but that doesn't mean that it hasn't absolutely uh, you know benefited humankind uh, you know uh, as a as a whole. And so um, I think we can all benefit. We we have all benefited from the written word uh, being able to pass on. <laughs> Uh, history from one generation to the other. Uh, you know, we've all benefited from from books, from electricity, uh, <laughs> and now from yes. digital technologies uh, at large. Electronics and digital technology are tools, just like hammer and chisel. And we need to remember that as we go forward into the, into the future. That we need to steward it well. We can we can kill someone with a hammer, but we can also make something really really beautiful um, and wonderful and useful. And we need to remember that as we move forward with technology. Terrific. Well, um, this has been a, a real pleasure. Thank you for your time today, uh, Ray Sidney Smith. And uh, we will look forward to seeing you again uh, on the Switched On IT show. Until then, Ray Sidney Smith, thank you very much for your time. Thanks for having me, Barry. You've been watching On The Spot. Uh, this is a show where we interview all kinds of business people right around not only Toowoomba and Australia, but as you've just seen across the world as well. We will have other interesting people on here during the rest of this year. And until the next show, this has been Barry. We'll look forward to seeing you next time on On The Spot.